0: Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. I'm with Trace Armstrong and Rob McIntyre. We're here to talk about episode 14 of season 38, The Challenge, Rider Dies. Thank you for listening. This one, will be, uh, this one will be pretty quick, just based off of the news that we just received on All-Stars 4 and the Speculated cast. If you would like to listen to what we hear or what we think about the Speculated cast... You can become a patron and go to patreon.com slash Chronicles and subscribe for $4 per month. We'll also leave a link in the show description below. We plan to record the episode on the cast immediately following this, and I feel like our excitement of that will uh, push us along through this episode. What did we think of episode 14?
1: It's a, an odd episode, just because it was so competition heavy compared to other ones had been like it, it was fine i I, I just I, I did not have a huge take on it either way i I kind of w- would you prefer them just keep one team from this redemption whatever they're calling it coming back or did you like that they kept yes I didn't really care. I actually didn't think this
0: episode was that bad. I thought it was all right mm-hmm. um I honestly the, way the structure
1: of the mission was also weird
0: I do appreciate for we can talk about that a little bit now I do appreciate for the mission that it only lasted. Five minutes, maybe a little bit longer. They zip through oh, it really no, quick. Think...
2: Okay. It was like ten, but so it I... was. I was just thankful they made it quick. Like this is the type of mission that normally I hate when they draw it out, and I hate these. Everybody goes one at a time, and it's not interesting because they're just tiptoeing on top of a building, and there's nothing interesting to watch. So, my, so my my compl- I'm glad they made quick work of it. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, my complaint would be what? that it. it they could have made it even shorter, right? I thought that they zipped through it pretty fast for their standards i think they could have made it shorter and i think i would have preferred them to hold off on this mission until later in the season when they had less contestants left because i did think the concept of the mission was pretty cool right they did it at night the cinematography was good and i do think that overall it's a good concept i just wish they would have done it with less players when it would be able to accelerate more quickly
1: well, it's also weird they did it with his team's format, right? Because what they ended up doing was just taking yeah. the best pair overall yeah. when it's just like, okay, that just seems like a pair's why mission. And everyone was getting mad at Chauncey. Just for not
2: average time of the Yeah, because av- like... then,
1: like, like, Chauncey doesn't do it, and, like, it really doesn't matter, right? Like, okay, he's, he's not eligible to have won. Okay, plenty of other pairs on his team went and were eligible to win. So it doesn't even really affect them that much.
0: Do you think the reason that they did that, and we'll talk about this quickly and then we'll get into the Fast Five where we recap the whole episode. Do you think that the reason that they did that is because they thought that they were giving an opportunity to Mariah's team and that that would give them a better chance to win when really it didn't?
1: Uh, I mean, with this type of mission, I don't know how much like, I feel like anyone could have won this, right? Like, I mean, you're just moving back and forth on the balance beam. It's not uh, super athleticism based. It's not strength based. It's not even really mentally based. I think that if they just did it like normal, I don't see why they couldn't have won.
0: Because if they really wanted Mariah's team
1: to win, they would
0: have made it average. Like, if they
1: did it by average time, I think, I would think they probably would have won.
0: Well, yeah, especially because of yeah, Johnson, they would have. right? Because I no they one would on yes. no yeah. the other team failed to complete it. Let's get into the recap. Let's let's start off from the up top of episode 14. Oh. Well, look at that. I don't even have episode 14 up. Let's pull up episode 14. <laughs> it's going to Evernote. Open up 14. Alright, now we got 14. Alright. Nani and Amberby celebrate after Nani wins elimination. Casey said she's glad to have Nani there without Kenny. After that, Fessy's team meets. Johnny says that he's bummed Mariah is no longer there. And he says everyone is trying to figure out what the next twist is going to be. Fessy said that He's still glad to have four strong girls on his team that he quote unquote handpicked, which he's not wrong. He did handpick them. Well, uh, not
1: necessarily though, because I mean Mariah picked some of the guys and the Nickel Girls got sent over. Like he didn't handpick Anissa. That's true. That's true. Uh
0: we get Mariah's team meeting after that. Nani says that the girls will have uh all the the girls remaining, which essentially consists of Furry Amber B, will give it their all on guys' days. Horacio says that. He wants to be a rookie that makes it to the final. I mean, this is where we just get the Horacios going in at it. We we know that this will happen. It's pretty much everything that happens
1: before the mission. I I, I just don't get these confessions. Yeah, Horacio's like, yeah, I want to be a rookie that goes to the final. Okay, idiot. I thought you wanted to be a rookie that got eliminated week three. Like, I I just don't get what that's adding to the show.
0: (laughs) It doesn't. It adds nothing. (laughs) Just wasted
2: content. It's bullshit. Indeed it is. Indeed it is.
0: Horatio brings flowers to Olivia outside. It's Olivia's birthday. Everyone claps around the bonfire. Olivia reads the note from Horatio and says that she trusts Horatio the most of anyone else in the house. Which she's known Horatio marginally longer than she's known everyone
1: else. Correct. Well, do we know what connection they had before the show? They had like some other show they did together. Are you it's not sure? like Emmy and. Uh, well, they seem to actually like know each other decently well. I'm sorry. So it's not like Emmy and Nam where they just had the same agency. It is hilarious to go on like the ride or dice wiki and then it shows like how each pair is connected and it for Emmy and Nana literally says shared talent agency for the reason why they're paired together. Uh but it seems my, my bigger issue with this is just like I mean it this just feels like the producers had a thing of roses on the side and said, Hey Oracia, we're gonna like put this from Orassi, or you can like, go hand it to Olivia, right? Like I just probably put this was. Yeah. It's just so so weird.
0: They have a beach day. Uh, after the scene where Horacio gives Olivia the roses, everyone's out on the beach. And the only content that we get from the beach scene is Jordan and Tori drama. Jordan says that being in the game with Tori is difficult and he's now playing for himself. He's not worrying at all about Tori. Tori asks Anissa if she thinks Jordan would say her name, given the opportunity. And Anissa says that she does not think jordan would say her name and Mm -hmm. tori says that she's got pretty much gotten confirmation about this from jordan and this is where we in a confessional we get anisa saying that she's sick of the tori and jordan drama we all are at this point we
2: all are tired so my 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 only thing
1: well, my only thing is just, so coming on in the season, we we're all pretty excited to see them together on the season, right? I think that was a pretty consensus opinion that having the two of them would be great some mm-hmm. content. But, like, what, were people expecting this to just be a minor storyline with the two of them around with each other? Like, I, I just don't know. if Once they came on, of course, which was going to be the dominant storyline. You this have two is, already very prominent characters who were, are, we should to live together and be engaged. This
0: is what it is. It's we're not getting anything else. This is all we're getting. Can you imagine what the season would be like if these two weren't on the season? What would they be showing right now? Like what? Like what would be on air? This is all uh, we more, more,
1: yeah. Like i I still want to see their back and forth than like loser, meaningless confessionals that don't actually say anything.
0: Exactly. So I, agree,
1: I, I, but... I haven't, I haven't taken that much issue with it. I would be nice if I don't know. I guess it was a bit more gameplay focused. Like if like, there's something at risk in the game with the two of them going at each other, it's never. I know that he almost got voted in this week, but I mean, partially due like to this house. team's format and all.
0: There has been a lot of well, gameplay. I mean, there was there was the aspect of him not voting the way that she wanted him to, and that's fair. Which apparently he had, had agreed to, which we're about to hear about later when we get to the interrogation. So I, I do think it has bled over into
1: the gameplay to, to some degree. I I, may, I just think that if the two of them were going to be on, they were going to be the main focus. I, I'm not at all surprised by that, and I just thought I just. Like again, people have complained about them. But I still think that they're one of the more interesting storylines they've shown in the house so far. Like that probably speaks more to what else is going on right now. But like, we'd rather have this, or would you rather have like Nani's sad story of the week, or uh, just again people talking about how they really want to make the final, like nobody else does.
2: When you when you how about think, showing the cast having fun, that would be great. Yeah, that uh, would be really fun we, to see them actually enjoying the time there.
0: We know that there's a bunch of content that is happening that seems like it would be interesting on the surface of it that they're not showing to us. When you think back about this season five years from now, won't you most likely think of this as the Tori and Jordan season? Is that will, will that probably be one of the first things that comes to mind for you?
1: We'll see how it probably, ends. Yeah. I mean, it certainly will be one of the first things. Um I'll think I'll. The other thing I'll think about is just how dumb this team's twist has been and ruined what would seem like a promising season up until that point. That would be my two main takeaways so far. We
0: get the mission. Everyone can see that it's a hype mission. It, the mission is called two for, takes two to tango. They'll compete in pairs. And one person from each team will go twice because of the imbal- imbalance number of men and women. You pretty much have to go across a balance beam. On top of a building, navigate to the end of it and navigate back. There's a 10-minute time limit. If you do not finish before the 10 minutes are up, you get yanked off the building, which we did not see happen. Every, everyone completed this. Fessy and Tori go first. Fessy says that they've danced before in the fa- in the past. They seem to do pretty well. Chauncey and Anissa go. This is where TJ tries to motivate him to go.
1: doesn't really matter. Ch- Chauncey
0: taps out. Go ahead, Rob. Uh,
1: yeah, Chauncey and Nisa don't actually go. Chauncey just refuses to get on the beam.
0: Yeah, it doesn't really matter.
1: That, That's like, my thing. He, it's like it doesn't. Who go. cares? Yeah, like
0: I don't get why like people were like so upset, especially because he was it's paired like, with Anissa, right? Idiots. They were paired. He was paired with Anissa, and I think it was pretty obvious that they probably paired him with with Anissa because they knew that that would be their worst team.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, completely. Like I. Cash is just gonna get mad at it because that's just what they do. Like both both teams were the yelling at him to do it just because there's this raw raw participation participation trophy mentality a lot of the time on the show. So that 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 was what was going on. I don't think anything to do gameplay with it. I don't think anybody was of the illusion that that was gonna severely negatively impact their chances. Nani and Jordan go in my notes here. I have that it's interesting
0: that they put Nani with Jordan instead of Amber B because this was before Amber B went and. I would have assumed that Amber B would have been much more competent at this than she actually was. Um, Because it seems like when Amber B goes next with Devin, she's pretty much freaking out the entire
1: time, but they do finish. Uh, That that may have been why. They, they, They knew that she was not a big fan of heights either.
0: Johnny and Olivia go. Olivia is terrified as well. Horacio and Nani go. They do very well. I don't know if we ever got confirmation that they were the second place team, but... Based off of the way that they edited it, it seemed that it would be that way. Casey and Fessy go. They do very well. Uh, They fly through the challenge for their standards. I feel like Casey and Fessy win. Jordan says that he's upset. And then we pretty much get immediately to the interrogation where Johnny says that he does not want Devin to be the direct vote. Johnny wants to put in Jordan and Horacio. And... Anissa brings up the idea that something could potentially happen later on in the game with Jordan, and Fessy immediately jumped in and says, it's not going to happen, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> Did you catch that, Rob? Well, I don't What do you think she meant by that? I don't know. If she meant, like, later on in life, like, later on, like, outside of the game, or later on life in the game, uh, I well, just like, thought... I don't I, even see what
1: she was implying, really, like, yeah. later on, like, what's going to happen.
0: I, I, either way, I thought it was interesting that they included that, because that was pretty much just an opportunity to kind of, like, dunk on Fessy, I thought. To some to some degree. I just thought it was
1: an... Uh, like did, we, did we think that, like, okay, late like something that might happen, like, they'll be back in pairs? I just had no clue what she meant by later on something might happen with Jordan.
0: I feel like that's the only way that you can kind of take it, right? Because otherwise, I don't know why you include it.
1: Well, who knows what yeah. they were talking about that preceded that conversation, right? Like they edited around those interrogations so much. Maybe there was something else that came up and they were trying to make it seem like something it wasn't. Yeah. Um,
0: Fessy says that he has every reason to put Jordan in based off of their interaction from earlier in the season when Jordan voted Fessy to go and do elimination. Johnny asked Jordan if, or excuse me, Johnny asked Tori if, she would say Jordan's name as a deciding vote. And Tori says that she, her plan was to essentially see the way that the votes were going and kind of just wait to see if she would be the deciding factor in what was going on. We get all, all of the men to come in for interrogation one at a time. Devin comes in. Essentially nothing comes out of this conversation whatsoever. Johnny no. asked Devin if Tori should feel bad for sending Jordan in. Horacio comes in, and this is where we get like a Fra- Horacio buildup moment. Fessy says that he sees a lot of himself in Horacio, which I thought was really weird. Johnny tells Horacio that he needs to kind of let some stuff go, and then says that Horacio is the real deal. After that, we get Jordan come in, to come in. The pacing for this, actually, overall the pacing for everything through the initial elimination, I thought is was pretty good, right? I feel like that. Cause they had to jam it in, right? They I know. That's what I'm saying. It was good. You know, like we're just kind yeah. of like, we're humming along here. Well, It
2: shows you that these last three seasons could have been more widely accepted had they not moved to a 90 minute format, because if we were getting this stuff at a good clip like this, I think we would have less complaints. The problem is, is, they stretch out so much stuff for time, like the stupid interrogations, and sometimes the mission. Like the last, you know, it it really just shows that ninety minutes is just too damn long for the way they structure the show.
0: I think ninety minutes is too long for the type of content that they've decided to air. I would be yeah. curious to know what kind of product that they they would be able to produce if they decided to show different content, which we actually enjoyed. If they did decide oh, yeah, to that, show that, that that's content, my whole I would, thing,
1: right? I would be curious like, I like to we know like short- what we thought
0: oh, sorry, of it. Like, it My whole thing we- is
1: I feel like we like that it's shorter because we haven't liked the content. Yeah, I agree. Right? Like like it, you you'd want, you'd want to eat a lot less of a food you don't like, right? So I yeah. think that's been a lot of it. I think if we actually liked what was going on, then having the 90 minutes wouldn't seem that bad. Like with War of the Worlds 2, for example, I don't think 90 minutes was the issue with that season. I feel like it was more just how the gameplay ended up evolving once the bigger characters went out. Um, and similar, like, like a lot of seasons, I feel like I could have done another 30 minutes based on what was going on. Just show some, like, we have the shit they should have shown, actually put that as the stuff they show, and then great, 90 minutes.
0: I mean, the episode where Laurel goes home and War of the Worlds 2, that could have been two hours long, and that probably would have been... (laughs) Yeah, right?
2: Because there's still stuff we don't... Yeah, that was 90 minutes that went by so fast, you couldn't believe, like, how enjoyable 90 minutes could be of the challenge.
1: Because there was still stuff we don't even know that happened with that episode that I'm very curious about.
2: Alright,
0: Jordan comes in for his interrogation, he rolls in like a bowling ball, and right off the bat he makes a joke about how Fessy owes him one uh, for what happens, and Jordan tells Tori that he would not say her name under any circumstance, I think Tori asked about it or someone asked about it, if the opportunity came up for Tori to be the one sent into elimination, Tori says that Jordan blew up her game the last time that he was in power. And Tori's upset that Jordan called her a terrorist. Jordan says that no one is going to use his love as a hostage. And Jordan says that Tori plays a messy game. And this is where Tori kind of really starts getting going and says that Jordan agreed to the deal. He agreed to the deal that if he was not sent in, given the opportunity the first time, one of the first times that the men were up for elimination on his team. He would play ball in the event that his team won. He did not play ball and it seemed like, based off of what Tori said, he had agreed to it.
1: I would like to see how Jordan would do on a game like Survivor for Big Brother. Not because he would oh, be at dude. all towards his skill sets, but like I would just want to see what his uh, tactics would be. Dude, he would be out like
0: the first couple of votes. Like, he, like I I, th- I, don't think he would <laughs> last more than a month. month no, the whole well, game's less than a month now. I mean, he, he, wouldn't, ra- a month he wouldn't last run more time. than four rounds. Excuse me. That's what I meant yeah. to say.
1: I, I would just want to see how it goes. I would have just been curious what he would be up to. Right In a situation where he has to, like, try to manipulate votes. He might honestly be better
0: on that because of his personality than he is on the challenge. Because he would be in an atmosphere where he has to, his interaction and his social connections mean much more. And he would be in a much more stressful environment than he is now. Does that make sense? do you think
1: he could just be angry at people? Say that again? Don't you think he could just be, like, angry all the time with people?
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I think it would be, could potentially be much more entertaining. And oh, I, think, I see
1: what you're saying. It,
0: I think... He would be getting on people's nerves a lot. Other people would be getting on his nerves quite easily. I I think it could be fun, uh, but I don't know how long he would last.
1: I don't think he would do particularly well.
0: Jordan starts pounding on the table. He says that he's hurt that Tori would hold their relationship over his head, head, and Tori starts to cry. After the interrogation, we get a conversation between Jordan and Orasio. Apparently, Jordan and Orasio are very close, which thirteen for, for, through the first 13 episodes of the season, we haven't seen any evidence to the fact.
2: Jo- oh, yeah, because we've got we to focus on other things that are just so important.
0: Jordan says that it's going to come down to one vote for who goes in. Orasio says that... We, we get Orasio being the voice of reason, saying that it's not going to be him, like, no matter what happens here it's Tori isn't going to say his name to send him into elimination and Jordan makes a comment that the challenge essentially is not a place for love which I feel like isn't the first time that we've heard someone say that no and Jordan says that he really trusts Horacio and he's the one of the best people to come into the game Tori says in the next scene that Jordan and her can't work with each other anymore essentially P- people get ready for elimination we go into elimination it's balls in we go through all the votes it's comes down to 2-2-1 two, two, by the time v- Tori votes she waits for effect she says it was hard and in the end votes for Orasio to make what's it what's Olivia three, doing to burn on Devin by the way well Olivia Burns one on Devin and then Casey votes for Orasio because if she's really on if she, if she's really on Fessy's side here and Fessy really wants to send in Jordan, she would just vote for Jordan too. So that kind of to me is like really more telling of what's going on
1: here. I thought those were both very interesting votes because there was an assumption I think from Jordan that Casey would vote for him, and she didn't end up doing it. And like if Olivia just votes for Jordan, then that I mean it would not have even things up. Right? Person would have made it more contested. Yeah, I, I way. I, yeah. That, 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 I thought thought that was very interesting.
2: I think at the end of the day, Casey was looking at this also from Nani's perspective as well, of what is going to be best for, you know, her and our game. And the realistic thing is, is I think that they have a better deal with Devin and Tori more so than Fessy at this point. I feel like that's what I took away from it. And if Devin didn't draw the safe dagger, I think they were thinking that they would rather see Horacio versus Devin than um, Jordan versus Devin. But then as it turned out, well, we saw what happened when the two people that were in the elimination actually went at it.
1: And it's also Nani and Jordan have a much stronger relationship than Nani and Horacio. Right. So th- that does make sense.
2: We get to
0: the draw. Devin and Jordan. Devin pulls the safe dagger. Devin says that his hip hop name is Young Dagger, which I thought was kind of funny. And we get balls in between Jordan and Horacio first round. Did either of you notice that Jordan pretty much throws an elbow right at Horacio's jaw? Coming. Yeah, off the I thought round? the idea oh, yeah. was interesting. Is
1: the ball used was very small for this? Like usually, it's a little bit bigger, where it's not so easy to grab it just with like one hand. But this one was tiny, like it was like a handball-sized ball.
0: Jordan scores on his first try. On Horacio's, first try, on Horacio's first try, he just shakes Jordan. Uh, like, I don't even know if Jordan got a hand on him on his first attempt. Horacio scores, ties at 1-1. In my notes here, we've talked about this before for other moments throughout the show. I would just want the raw footage of what actually happened in this elimination. I think that on its own would be very entertaining. And I feel yeah. like
1: over-editing just like kills it. I feel like they probably cut a couple rounds too, right? I don't know. That's a good question.
2: They always Actually, to. I have some insight on this. It was originally supposed to be best of five, but they—that's
0: um, what it was—were
2: going at it so hard they cut it to three, best of three, like first to three instead of five. thought they best ex- of five going
1: right? at it so hard? Like, what would they have been? Exp- I didn't think this was a particularly brutal. Well, they but, it
2: was best of. It was best of five, but the goal was to get five points, like win five times, and because the they were going at five. it so hard. They just decided to make it to three. So they changed it literally mid elimination, um, what it was gonna be. And apparently they um it, it was pretty pretty rough. They, they they had a good battle.
1: It's funny, because I don't think this is like a particularly brutal version of Ball in. Like this feels pretty standard. Yeah, I would agree. Like, compare this to Jay and Rogan. Like I think there's no contest.
2: Yeah. I think there was one miscalculation they made and it's something you guys already brought up is I felt like the ring area was too small because usually yeah, the way I, they yeah. used to do it is they had a much bigger space to work on. And if you dropped the ball within the ring, you could still recover it. It was only if who was ever on defense recovered the ball in the ring that it was considered a, a dead ball at that point. And so they would do a ton of resets on that because a lot of times they would be battling in the ring and, and, stuff would happen so like if the defense didn't knock it out of the ring or if defense didn't recover then they would have to reset
0: i feel like the move here is you really gotta do like uh like the peanut tillman punch here you gotta oh I yeah that's think, <laughs> my whole thing right yeah you just i don't think anyone would i don't think anyone would expect that too and so you would definitely really? be able to do it once or twice
1: yeah I, I yeah my whole move is definitely just go for the ball with how that's yeah. I, the one thing i thought was uh, i didn't quite understand so was it like if you entered the ring, you couldn't be pushed back out, or I just didn't no know what idea. the the, the no actual did rules they, were. Did on, they even go that over it? I don't know if they did. They they flew through this. They didn't really tell. I was confused in terms of how you actually de- defended the point. Same. Because like, and if you look at it too, like they knocked the ball out, and they were all su- they were all like trying to get it. So he was like, "No, it's a dead ball." It seemed like they didn't know what the fuck was going to happen.
0: Jordan scores again on his second attempt. Horacio shakes Jordan on his second attempt. It's 2-2. On Jordan's third attempt, Horacio taps the ball away. I'm not entirely sure how he does it. He just does it. We see it fly away from Jordan while they're outside of the circle. Jordan does not score. Horacio is told that if he scores on his third attempt, he will win. Jordan successfully takes him to the ground. But Horacio is still able to escape, score his third point, and win elimination for episode 14. Hor- Horacio says that this is the first elimination he had to go in against a friend. And he said that winning is bittersweet. Jordan says that it hurts, but the better man won that day. And that this was the hardest season of his career. Before Jordan goes home, he tells Tori that he's sorry. Sorry. And in a confessional, Tori says to Jordan that she will always have his back and that she loves him. Jordan goes home, and Jordan's closing remark uh, as he leaves in confessional is that Anissa can win, which I thought was kind of funny. TJ says that Horacio has tied the all-time record for most elimination wins in a season, and I thought it was superb. That they showed Sarah Grayson in Gauntlet Three here, and that they even called her out by name. I thought that was a nice touch.
2: That was a very nice touch to, and then call out Wes and Casey too for Fresh Meat One. Like they need to do more of this and refer back to these classic moments because it makes these new moments have some impact. So I, I appreciate that.
0: I wish Sarah Grayson was on All Stars Four.
2: I think that there were so. What do you think she's doing? Is
0: a is a little teaser to All Stars Four. There were multiple moments as I was reading the cast this morning that I literally just started like making noises out loud because I couldn't believe some of the people that were on the cast.
2: I know. I'm so excited to talk about it in a few minutes. It's going to be great. Everyone so join every, Patreon if you want to listen. Yeah, it's going to be good.
0: Just become a patron four dollars a month. Even even if you just pay for this one and then cancel. I don't care. You're going to want to listen to this. We have we're at DEF. Like what's the highest DEF CON you can go, Rob? Like I can't DEF
2: CON one. Snap Isn't count. one
0: the highest? Yeah, 1 is DEFCON 1 is the highest one.
2: and the command for defcon 1 is snap count.
0: We we can't get any higher than what we're no, at right we're, now.
2: We're in Doctor
1: Strange, Dr. realizing the missile is uh, headed for Russia and about to, you know, nuke the world.
0: TJ before they leave the elimination ring says that they're close to the final. Back at the house, Johnny and Tori talk. Johnny says that Jordan being gone is probably good for her, which I would definitely agree with.
1: Yeah. What are we thinking of having wearing glasses? How long has that been going on?
0: i noticed that too uh i don't know
1: like, did he get They're some kind like, like, eye injury and just threw him on it was weird it's just in the middle of the season he puts them on
0: i almost wonder if it was these are the backup glasses he wears contacts all the time and that he wears these glasses and has these in case that he needs to wear them during something athletic you know what i mean is there
1: any chance it's like a style uh style thing like he just likes both no. look of the glasses no, no chance There's no way not a chance. I wouldn't put it past. him. Mean, he's trying to like you know take on that. I wouldn't put it past him either. It yeah, he's terrible. trying to get on that old. They
0: look, at, they look like athletic glasses. These look Dude, like you see what Jordan glasses was
1: that... every week. Like I mean, people these are the type of... going for like. These the, the, are the type the, of glasses the, that people like baseball players profile. wear. I think it could be a look thing. I think he's trying to be like the old stage, uh old stage man of the challenge, and he thinks this you know accentuates that. I look horrendous in glasses, so I, I would never do that. But I, I think that's that's what he's going for.
0: The next morning, everyone's waking up and working out. TJ shows up at the house, and I thought it was really funny when TJ comes and sits on the pool table, (laughs) and Johnny tells him that he's (laughs) going to ruin the bumpers on the pool table.
1: I thought that was Uh was funny, too. Imagine if it just, like, broke.
0: I thought that the part—pretty much everything that happens from here on, the rest of the time TJ was in the house, I thought was fucking abysmal, because it was very clear that they just edited everything in, like, where TJ tells Johnny that it's his house— That was very clearly added in after the fact, and he didn't say that off the cuff. Like, it just seemed very contrived and forced and scripted. I I don't know. I'm I'm not. Are they? Are they just not giving him multiple
1: takes anymore? What do we think's going on? I
0: don't know. It was just kind of dumb. Uh, he tells them to go pack all their stuff, and that he'll see them at the zone. When they're at the zone. TJ tells them to leave their teams and rejoin their ride or die pairs. Fessy, Anissa, and Casey do not have their ride or dies with them. And TJ tells them to come down into into the ring. TJ tells them that they cannot continue without a partner. This is where they think that they're going to have to go home. Anissa starts to say goodbye to everyone. And then their partners come out and i thought that this was actually a pretty cool moment they pretty much sacrificed the last what four to six weeks of content for this moment so i definitely don't <laughs> think it was
1: worth it but i did think that this this was cool do we don't think eat- like so sorry real quick do we think that in order to like get casting the challenge best shocked face is like number one variable they're looking for
0: they require a photo
1: in your application it, multiple photos i feel like yeah just varying levels of surprise and, and different moments
0: it seemed like everyone by all accounts was very it, it seemed like this entire moment through the time the writer dies parish came out was just shock like th- that's pretty much what it was the entire time that they were there johnny comes or johnny talks about how uh about the different emojis that he would use to describe the way he felt. One would be the monocle emoji. Two would be the poop emoji. And three would be the shock emoji. I think that's what he says. But TJ tells everyone that not everyone was going to get back in. This is where we find out that the first elimination that they're going to do is don't let me down. You have to push a barrel up a ramp, hold a barrel at a certain stage past a line, the barrel and yourself. And the team that can do this for one minute first makes it in. It's Fessy versus Mariah. It's Kenny versus Casey. It's Jordan versus Anissa. This is it's just
1: a seat. layup for Fessy and Mariah, right?
0: Put
2: like, put yeah, this is seat. such a layup. Like, like there's I no mean, chance this... that they're going to And if you're this. wondering why Casey isn't making the final, this is it right here, because Kenny is useless. I don't know. They useless, I tell you. Can Jordan drag Anissa through the next elimination we saw a preview of in the trailer is the question.
0: So Casey and Kenny keep slipping. Fessy and Mariah win unopposed. I don't know if the other two teams can last more than 30 seconds holding the barrel past the line. TJ tells everyone that, one, Fessy and Mariah will be back in the game, and two, there will be another elimination to decide who will go home between Casey and Kenny versus Jordan and Anissa. That's the end of episode
1: 14 thoughts feelings thank god reactions. we're done with the team i think that's my main thing it's just thank god we're past this point of season everything's gonna get good again
2: my thing that i have a problem with this format more than anything is it basically means the last four weeks were fucking meaningless because we only really got rid of one team yeah and then we're gonna allow two of the three people back what was the fucking point of the last four weeks? Just, just a get a longer season.
1: No, the, the point is just get more advertisement dollars and get a longer That's it. season. That's what it.
2: That, was. And that to me is like, okay, if you're gonna have these mini-episodes, instead of doing these time-waster episodes that in hindsight mean nothing, just do a larger cast and stay pairs. I would rather like, have just that, Just do too. a little bit larger cast. I've, I've I mean, said like Let's just fucking go through this with a larger cast and, and stay in pairs.
1: I've said this before.
0: I'll say it again now because I don't know how many times I've said it on a non-patron episode. If they want to have this many episodes, just make two fucking seasons. Just cut the number of seasons. Just split it uh, in number, half. Just split it in half. Get everyone out there. Or you don't even have to do the same people in each season. It would probably be more advantageous from the perspective of a, a potential cast member to have less of a time commitment. So I think that works yeah. better for everyone involved if they just shoot two seasons back to back same location, and they're shooting the seasons in the same location regardless, anyway. So I don't even think that matters. But they, but how many of them have been in
1: Argentina now? They've had like five seasons in Argentina
0: with just one spot. Yeah, but that's
2: only because they did all the USA and all that other stuff. Yeah, well, like I think it's shows like once All the Stars interest. 4 is going to be in South Africa. So we're going back to new locations. Shoot, again.
0: shoot two seasons back to back. You have the same number of content, and you most likely have a significantly better product.
2: I don't disagree. I mean,. Just do two. I mean, you could bump the order up to 24 episodes, do two 12 episode seasons back to back, film it like Survivor, mix and match the cast, send some people home, bring some people back and then ship new people in for the second season and then keep some of the ones that were just eliminated around. Like it would make I think everybody a bit happier because there's just. Putting out meaningless content is content, but at some point you're gonna burn your audience if you keep fucking with them like this. Like we've
0: already seen that. To some that degree. was the
2: one takeaway. Like, why did we need these last four episodes if we only really got rid of one team? I, I like, would just it's be curious. Pointless. I would
1: just be curious what the escalating cost would be with that. Like, is there a, a, how many extra advertisement dollars are needed because you're advertising like a second season now in quick succession? Do they fucking like be a burnout effect where people would just only watch one season and watch the next. Well, they're
0: already burning people out. Yeah, dude. I feel like, no, I feel like they would get more viewers for that because it's, Oh, a new season. And you get the bump in viewers at the start of a new season. Right. So I think it's probably going to go, go up as opposed to these last, this last month. Right. I can't, I can't imagine they gained a lot of viewers the last month.
2: Well, it started to tick up and then it started to tick back down football and survivor ended and all that stuff. And so some people drifted back to watching it live when Survivor ended, but then the numbers went down again because everybody was fucking bored out of their minds. So Do we know, how, done. Do we
1: know how long this is going to actually run? Is it going to be 18?
0: Definitely. So I, I was going to bring that up as far as pacing for the rest of the season goes. We just finished episode mm-hmm. 14. That means we'll, we will most likely have two weeks of semi-regular content before the, the final. final. Then we will get two episodes for the final and then one or two episodes for a reunion. So we will most likely have five or six more weeks of the challenge in some way, shape, or form.
2: Followed by a break, because God, it needs it right now. I don't know how much of a break we're getting.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Don't they have something they can shovel out in front of us pretty soon?
2: Well, Well, the the, thing is, is what I've heard, the battle of the champions season, but they're not going to air that until all of the other previous seasons are done airing in their country. And as, as far as I've heard challenge Argentina hasn't started airing yet. Um, so there's still, you know, eight to 12 weeks of content there that they have to air. So I don't know that we're going to get battle of the champions till early summer. Maybe we did a fantasy draft Argentina for
1: Argentina. Where does uh, Fernando Berlando go? One,
0: one, <laughs> <Rather>
2: <laughs> pick one. Quite frankly, between "don't give a fuck" and "why the fuck are we talking about this," dude, I
0: wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they went back on that and just aired it before Argentina was finished. I mean, it doesn't. I wouldn't like, Apparently, it the Australia matter.
1: ratings were horrendous. Like it was like literally nobody watched. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like there was something where like you have you have to like hit like a minimum of like. Five. I'm not even kidding. Like they were saying that. Uh, I forget what it In is. In one territory, no one watched. Yeah, for the final, right? Well cuz like the the way that the viewership rounds is like it goes up or down until you hit a certain point like it'll go like to 1 point however many million viewers yeah. and it didn't yeah. like get to the first <laughs> interval so it,
2: like damn it it
1: shows being zero on their database which i just can't imagine just what they wanted damn it it's just a hard thing for them to it's just a hard thing to advertise right all right
0: anything we want to bitch about before we talk about all search for no okay thank you for listening everyone go subscribe to patreon go to patreon.com slash the challenge chronicles it's four bucks you get to hear us talk up in much lighter tones about all stars four and be uh genuinely happy uh when it comes to this franchise for once so thank you for listening everyone talk to you again soon bye